Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I'm joined by my very good friends, not Justin Sandoval, he's not here today, loser. Instead, we have our normal superstar, Anthony Amato, we like to call him Shimato. And everyone's favorite uh, Justin replacement. Ooh. Ooh, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Sweat, T Sweat, coming back on the podcast with us, uh, a returning guest. Yeah, glad to Wel- welcome back, brother. Glad to be back. Glad to be welcomed back into the the podcast family. And uh, you know, if if anybody is going to be replaced, I'm glad it's Justin. You yeah. guys are too valuable. He can mm. he can take a hike. We could probably survive <laughs> without Justin for sure. Yeah, I just don't know that I have the level of intellect and insight. Uh, so, you're not we'll bad. See. We'll you're see not how bad. it goes. Shimada, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, doing well. You know, you're on your third date. You know, it's starting to get a little it bit is. serious. It's getting serious. Yeah. yeah. I'm about to introduce you guys to my parents. Are you referencing yeah. uh, that uh, T-Sweat is back with us again? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what the listeners can't see is what we're experiencing right now. We're actually, we got invited over to his house. You believe that? Mm. Uh, brought my overnight bag. <laughs> and he... Uh, he, we have a nice setup with three very fancy microphones, much nicer than the ones we normally use. So we'll actually – we'll have to go back, uh, Anthony, and listen and see yeah, voice if, it, quality. if it sounds better, yeah. you know. Mm. It it looks – based off of what I see before my very eyes, yeah. it looks like it'll sound better. But we'll got to do the sound see. test, you know. Got to actually hear it. Um, but, yeah, we are so glad um, to be reviewing episode two of What If – Oh yeah, on Disney Plus, really exciting show. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 uh, jazzed to yeah. talk about this with you guys tonight. Uh, real quick, to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we want to encourage you to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, it would mean the world to us if you could leave a five star review and some kind words about how you enjoy the show. That would uh, help us out tremendously. And also, just sharing this podcast with other friends of yours especially people who are watching What If, especially people who are uh, Marvel junkies like ourselves. So uh, with all that in mind, fellas, what do you say we kind of jump in and talk about episode two of What If? Let's get into it. All right, let's do it. So the the title was What If... The, the actual title, I believe, said What If T'Challa was... Did it say A Star-Lord? A Star-Lord. A Star-Lord. A Star-Lord. Yeah, okay. good catch yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So What If T'Challa was A Star-Lord? Um Right before we started recording, I think, Tyler, you mentioned, you know, it's funny because last week we were talking about, you know, the storyline was pretty similar. It's yeah. like almost like a parallel yeah. with... Kind of uh, beat for beat. With it, the first know, Avenger. With the first Avenger, yeah. yeah. And uh, are, are all the episodes going to be like that? And we were like, no, it'll probably be different as time, as the series goes on. Oh, yeah. And dude, this one was nothing. Way I mean, was, off yeah. course. Way <laughs> off course. This was crazy. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What'd you guys think of the episode? I thought it was really good. Um, I felt like the first two episodes so far have done a really good job of plausibly showing how these things could have interacted in a universe without taking huge steps outside of it, like it not making sense at all. It made very much sense for Captain Carter to get into the capsule in the first episode. Yeah. And the way they described the reasoning for why um, T'Challa wanted to end up getting picked up and everything with the mistakes and things like that that they had <laughs> yeah. um, it made a lot of sense to me as well. So it was, you know, yeah. I, I was talking to some people before we watched this and they were 
a little bit skeptical about skeptical about how Star Lord would or how T'Challa would actually become a Star Lord or why they were there yeah. or you know what was going on. But it made a lot of plausible sense with him, you know, kind of having the traditional, you know, um, early life. I want to explore. I'm yeah. trapped in this, you know, he, almost bubble of a world. And then just the hilarity of the uh, the Reavers just not having any idea, you know, what a human looks yeah, like. Yeah, he's like, you I know? got two, you know, two eye holes, two, you know, breathing holes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a human. Craglin. Right, yeah, Craglin. that was hilarious. hilarious. And then the biggest part of it was the whole, oh, well, you know, there was the whole out of space. You, the, they used the whole vibranium mountain thing to be like, oh, well, if there's something from not on this planet. yeah. Then this is where it would be from. Off so it charts. made sense of why they would go to yeah, Wakanda cool. to yeah. pick that up. So it, it made a lot of sense in that part for me. It's yeah. funny it, in their mind. Yeah. It, it made a lot of sense because of you know the vibranium mountain, like you said. But it's like they're literally in Africa. Yeah. And they need to yeah. be in North America, but <laughs> yeah. you know they don't know. The, yeah. The, the, exactly. Uh, uniqueness yeah. of the planet, but it's just it is hilarious. I oh, mean, yeah. when you're when you're jumping between, <laughs> um, you know literally thousands and thousands of light years the difference between north america and africa is probably you know insignificant yeah you know yeah. In, the, in the space travel realm mm. right they just got to the right planet yeah they found some anomalies on the planet and they're like hey there's a, one of those human things yes yeah. grab that one yes and yondu like it just looked like peter quill to you <laughs> that was so yeah. good and the, the, the alien or uh, i forget which one of them actually said it he's like yeah they all look the same yeah they look yeah. the same to me and even t'challa's like i think yeah. that was taser face Ta- okay. yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah dude by the way taser face coming back yes. how cool is that mm-hmm. um and so yondu was like you don't seem to be too concerned with this at all kid and he's He's like up for the adventure. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. it, it definitely felt a little weird, but yeah. again, yeah. because it's a quick animated show, I'm like, whatever. We're about to get wild. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's a kid. I mean, they don't really think about the consequences, so it made, it made sense to me. In that, <laughs> hey, do you want some candy? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you want some <laughs> intergalactic much. candy? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go travel, see the stars? Yeah. He even said that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Travel. We'll show you all. You know, more than just the world. We'll show yeah. you other world, infinite worlds, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, loved it. So. Loved it. So then, uh, it actually goes to 20 years down. Uh, 20 years later, yeah. and he's on Morag, and he's literally getting the Power Stone, just like Peter Quill did. Yeah. Uh, that, I guess that's maybe the one parallel. Um, right. Th- right. That, that looked very similar, but he did a couple things different. Like, yeah. he held the little magnetic thing, um, and when Korath co- shows up, um, he's oh. like, who are you? He's like, there's another name you might know me by. And and <laughs> literally the opposite yeah. of Peter's experience in Guardians. Korath is like, oh my gosh, Star-Lord. Yeah, yeah. He's a fanboy. In the first one, he was like, who? Who? Yeah, who are you? And then this one, yeah, Star-Lord, straight man. fanboy. Intergalactic yep. outlaw? Yeah, yeah. Dude, okay, Korath as a fanboy, man. He yeah. was he was so over the top, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It was a little weird right up front because I'm like, okay, that didn't really fit the character as we saw him in the in the original movie in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was kind of this more intense. like, uh, And so at first, I was like, Okay, why is he having this reaction to him? But then you learn, okay, the T'Challa had a very different personality apparently, and a very yeah. different interaction with people as Star Lord. Yeah, uh, he actually brought a lot of value to the universe. Yeah, uh, in that role, uh, mentoring the likes of Thanos. Oh, uh, slow down. Which We're not sorry. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. No, 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 no. no. Uh, We're but not you can see. There yet. So later, to, uh, jumped ahead. Sorry, that's a whole different podcast. Man. Jump, jumped <laughs> yeah. ahead to that to say, like, it makes sense why he would yeah. then be like. Oh, you're yeah. like he's a big deal yeah, in this yeah. role. I mean, he's he, an intergalactic he, superhero. He's yeah, a star, pretty much. Yeah, he's you know he has such a positive impact, and he brings 
a lot of the charisma that, you know, T'Challa naturally has to yeah. this whole new realm of being a Star-Lord. Yeah. So th- that that fits really well, too. I felt like none of it really seemed like kind of like out, super out of place or anything like that. So it made sense that, you know, from what we have seen from mm-hmm. the character of T'Challa, um, as Black Panther, you saw a lot of his, you know, moral fiber coming through, and yeah. he's just using that moral fiber in a different light mm-hmm. um, in the in the galactic scale instead of just using it in Wakanda. Yeah. So it, you know, it made it attract just you know you know he's just in, using his natural abilities in a different setting. Yeah. You know, he he was a very wise kind of leader yeah. type king type figure um yeah. for sure just in, just by nature. And the whole idea of he's helped all these different people including Yandu yeah. go straight. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um and like the way their their motivation for doing things now isn't just to like sell to the highest bidder mm-hmm. and yeah live a wild ravenger life it's like yeah. to do the right thing yeah to save people to save worlds yeah right yeah go, going back to the uh the experience where uh you had the the fanboy and i, I love the way he handled that where he's like it's an honor to get to stop you <laughs> like get to fight you and he's like <laughs> yeah. oh classic star lord yeah, when he kind of yeah. like, you know got beat by him that, that was just a funny i like the way that they made uh-huh. that kind of comedic it was fun commentary yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then they're at this like bar scene where kind of again Korath is more fanboying. Yeah, and he's yeah. talking about Star um, Star Lord. You know his impact on all these other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think before the big reveal, I think we saw Nebula first. Yeah. Maybe yes. Okay, so. we did. So we see Nebula. Is that right? I don't. Yeah, because she references Thanos. She, yeah. she, she says later. her father. Uh, she, she, she maybe that's yeah. Yeah, she she. It's, it's afterwards. There. The okay. first the yeah. first one is Nebula. You know, showing it. it, it it's just it's really yeah. cool to just see how you know the positive impact that yeah. he has and yeah. how you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really cool way of just looking at how being the positive impact in someone's life can yeah. drastically change how you are, turn out as a person yeah. if you have. Someone who is believing in you is filling you up, you know, filling your bucket per se. Right. Yeah. You know, to, then you know you're going to turn out better as a person. Right. I felt for sure one of the big themes was nature versus nurture. Yeah. Kind of thing like that. What directs the the path of a person's yeah. life? And really, um, you know, to get really lighthearted and sweet here, it's you know, it's about your friends, the people around you. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the if you show who you hang out with, you know, show your future kind of thing. Like right. you're going to turn out to be like the people you surround yourself with. The company um, you keep. Yeah. 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 So, um, kind of look at look at Disney given the give a little mm. moral uh lesson there it, it was really cool to see nebula not as a robot right yeah, yeah she had the hair she the had the hair, hair she was feeling herself yeah. you know she's confident yeah, yeah. she had some charisma to herself charisma and, yeah. yeah well and once again it's just showing um it, it was really cool to see because most of these characters you've seen a little bit of this potential goodness in in them anyway like mm-hmm. like nebula as you saw her especially in infinity war and and Endgame, you saw a lot of the things with her and Gamora were like like the line where she just like stops the the movie and she's like, "All I wanted was a sister." Mm-hmm. Like like that like idea, right. you know. If yeah. you if she if T'Challa, the way that T'Challa treated her and stuff like that, yeah. you could see that path leading that way instead of the the way that she went and how long it took her to come back to yeah. 
being there. And, you know, even, you know, although Thanos is an infinitely bad guy in the yeah. main storyline of the MCU, you, 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 there are points where you're like, he has a point in certain items and you see a, um, maybe not a good morality, but he has a, a personal morality of his own. And if yeah. it's pointed in the right direction, you could see how he could be an extreme positive force for good if he's pointed in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I, I liked the, uh, if we're going to go ahead and talk about, you know, Thanos being in the... Well, one one quick thing that I will say before, and I'm dying to get Eager here. Eager to jump there, yeah. Well, is, Cor, again, Korath, it's kind of like he is the, he's the fanboy, but yeah. he's also giving commentary to, like, you know, let the listener know about Star Lord T'Challa as Star Lord's yeah. legacy, yeah, right. Yeah. Because in the first episode with Peggy becoming Captain Carter, mm-hmm. you know, and taking the Super Soldier Serum, you're kind of seeing the beginning of that storyline. Carried along, the, we yeah. fast forwarded 20 years from when T'Challa was kidnapped, right? And he's had a lot of time to make an impact in the universe, right? Yeah. So yeah. he's like, they're kind of recounting all these things, and and that's when Korath even says. You know, how did you get the Mad Titan himself? Yeah, and to go straight, and then you just see this big, massive purple arm. Yeah, come around Korath, and I, I swear to you guys, like me and my wife were watching it. You know, she was she was eating something, and she she said that she stopped chewing. Yeah, because she couldn't believe it, yeah. and my mouth was legitimately. Yeah. Now our listeners won't be able to see this, but I, my jaw literally dropped. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah," and it's clearly Josh Brolin's voice. Yeah, yeah. Like I could not believe it, man. It, it really was wild to kind of Dude. see them bring that in, and, and it really kind of it was interesting because I wasn't sure. We talked about this last week. Who all they're bringing into these stories? Yeah, yeah. How all the characters? What these changes are going to actually lead the universe to look like in yeah. in these particular multiverse examples? Um, but yeah, this one was was way different, and I and I loved. The uh, just the way that that Thanos interacted, kind of with his yeah. original intention, and and then like even with uh, what T'Challa told him, he's like, you know, sometimes the the best weapon in your arsenal is a good argument, and like uh, kind of giving him yeah. wisdom. Like yeah. it, it was just interesting to kind of see, like, okay, what if what if you know Thanos got tamed down a little bit? No, not wild. Know, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, and then just the rest of the episode, Thanos really steals the show for me, man. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Even we're fast forwarding a, a little bit, but at the yeah. end when Okoye is talking to him, and she said, "My friend, that sounds a lot like genocide." He's like, yeah. "No, but it's it's random yeah. and efficient. It's efficient. That's what I love. <laughs> that that joke kind of carried yes. along through. I love that. He's just like, eh, it is an efficient plan. It, I mean, yeah. it would have worked. It yeah. would have worked. And he did do the snap yep. as kind of a yep. yeah. Oh, that was well, awesome. And it just leads back to the idea of you know if if you point somebody like that in a positive purpose to, towards a positive yeah. purpose, yeah. then you can make them a uh, useful member of society. You know, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's something that might be they might be a little off their rocker and sure. you know right. yeah. in their ideas, but if you point them in the right direction and give them a purpose, they can do great things. Like if somebody were to say that they like to listen to Marvel podcasts, but they've never listened to ours, clear opportunity for us to come and give them the right, a good purpose. Yeah. Yes. Come right? alongside them, share some wisdom, like yeah. go immediately go and check subscribe. Out, yes. Yeah. Go check out the Royal Geek podcast. Tell your friends. Yeah. Right. Go to, mm-hmm. yeah, go to Apple and, you know, just, you know, give us a five star review about how much we have changed your life. Yes, yeah, yeah, because we certainly have. Just like mm. T'Challa, or should yes. I say, Cha Cha? 
change Thanos' yeah. life. Dude, what did y'all think? Mm, I would have real smooth. All right, I would have never imagined I'd see Thanos here. Yeah, but it was also just as strange was hearing Nebula. Yeah, refer to T'Challa, which I'm very confident they had zero interaction ever in the main MCU ever. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if I can really ever think of a moment where they no. were on the same it, yeah. even yeah. the same screen. Yeah. Yep. And she's calling him Cha Cha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little pet name. Well, and I yeah. think one of the biggest things. What's going on there, in, huh? Yeah. One of the biggest things in this universe, or in this this series, and what we have learned since probably the since WandaVision came out is we have to retrain our minds. Yeah. Like the the way that these TV series and the way that Disney is going about the Disney and Marvel joined together going through the MCU like everything matters now like yeah, it, yeah, it, right. like and I know I've brought this up multiple times before on the pod and especially like Loki really drove it home for me in the sense that everything matters mm-hmm. like I, I was I was very much in the camp of yes these things are awesome but how much are they really going to bleed into the movie part of the timeline and the more and more that I watch, yeah. the more and more effort that I'm seeing them put in the way, the way they're bringing back so many of their, their on-screen talents to be voice actors in these yeah. is really showing like how much they are committed to like these, the TV and the movie world be intertwined. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. It's really cool because I th- I'm I'm thinking the same thing. Like this this show is not just going to be a throwaway filler until we get to some movies. Like this is going to which ha- I literally thought it was when yeah. we first heard about it. That's what I thought. Right, like just another little kind of a side quest. Yeah. You know, you're going to watch this and it's going to fill some time. But I, I like the way that they you know they they timed it perfectly. Of course, you know Marvel's really good at the the big scheme of things yeah. and how they're they're building this world. Um, and and right now there's there's never been more possibilities with the world that they can build. From here, so it's kind of cool to kind of just on the front end see how vast this universe can be, yeah. uh, multi- multiverse, how vast the multiverse can be, and um, mm. all the implications. Yep, yeah, and I I can't wait to get to the end of the series, and and we might even have a, a, sh- a show, a podcast where we talk about after we see all the episodes, like okay, what make what might make the transition yeah. of these storylines yeah. to like live action, right? Because. Right. They're setting it up where something could. Probably not everything, but yeah. maybe a few things, right? Yeah. Yep. So really excited for that. Um, so a little bit more about this episode, though. Uh, basically, they are going – why were they going to the Collector again? They're going to nowhere. Oh, they're looking for the, the – was it the seeds? No, the embers of Genesis or something? The seeds? Yes. Yeah. Genesis? What's it called? Um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was, um, it was like the amber of – yeah, I think uh, it was the Embers of Genesis. Em- em- embers embers yeah. of Genesis, yes. Um, yeah, they were trying to find that at the Collector, which was he was in his private collection that we have seen multiple times um, before in, you know, Destroyed by Thanos and mm-hmm. uh, things yeah. like that in the traditional timeline. And it, that was such, it was such a super cool scene even there, just, you know, when especially in the fight scene when you saw all the weapons yeah. that he was using. Well, and, and dude beefed up. Too. Like yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah. He's he, he was big... beefed up for sure, but like the weapons, that's yeah. what really got me because you saw like all the thing, all the big Marvel weapons yeah. that are there. Oh yeah, and his yeah, little shield, like shield, Mjolnir, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shield, Mjolnir. Even um, Malchus um, mm. knife was little there. Knife, yeah. You know, so, so it was really cool just seeing all that kind of stuff there, and 
you know, just seeing how everything permeate, permeates the universe. Yeah. And he had uh, Hella's little horn yes, yes, crown. Yes. crown. Yeah, yeah. crown. That was super cool. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was awesome to see um, them take risks in, you know, where these characters were interacting now, how the pieces have moved on the chessboard yeah. because of it being T'Challa and the way he impacted the universe over the 20 year difference mm-hmm. in comparison to how Peter Quill affected the universe over that 20 year difference. Yeah. Um, they definitely took more chances than they did in the first episode. Yeah. So that was super cool seeing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Without a doubt. Um, yeah. And, you know, seeing all that. And I, I don't know, I think it was a, um, I don't know. Like I felt like the episode overall was, Sort of like a love letter to Chadwick Boseman in the way he affected yeah. the MCU and his positive, you know, not just his character, but I, I feel like his presence. Um, and you know, maybe I maybe I'm a little misguided with this, but like the way he affected the MCU, I feel like, and the way he interacted with everyone that he came into contact with. I feel like them, him turning all these villains was their like love letter to how much he was able to influence people from the real world and from the MCU. You're gonna make me cry, man. <laughs> hey, get it together, get it together. Uh, but I, I, I agree with you, Shimano. Yeah. Um, and what's crazy is like when they recorded this, nobody knew that he had cancer. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, it, it looks like something that. Yeah. Was somewhat intentional to honor him, but it's like no, like that, yeah. that's just that's just how real and how amazing of a person he was in general. And um, you know, they even had that little tribute to him at the end. Right. Um right. and I think that he's gonna make a couple more appearances in this show. Yes. Yeah, his character I think on IMDB is listed for four total episodes. How about that? Yeah. So which again makes me really curious if I said this last week. Are these going to be all multiple different universes? Like every episode's a different universe, or is this like just one? And like they're going to have crossover. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The way the way that I kind of have understood it is kind of in the context of of how Loki explained the uh, the the multiverse kind of breaking up with Nexus events. Because um, remember from the first episode, he kind of you know, the Watcher emphasized that was the moment. Like that was the the moment when the timeline diverged and it's here when they pick up the wrong kid. Um, there's like those moments that cause a branch. And I think what we're kind of seeing now is uh, end of Loki where there's kind of madness at the TVA. Um, there's, there's not really, you know, they're, they're like, there's all these branches and he doesn't want us to do anything about it. And then you see the statue of, you know, the, the Kang. He, he who remains yeah. slash Kang that's, that's now standing there. So I think that's what we're seeing is we're, we're seeing what we visually saw all those, those breaks and the the branches kind of expanding as a result of Loki, and now we're getting little looks into the different nexus events that are that cause these different branches. That's good. That's good. Um, I I just I just love it. And yeah, yeah. I mean, but it, it to your point, what you said earlier, like if you notice in Loki, um, that that as those things were expanding, they did kind of like expand out and cross over right. and. Ming- intermingle. Yeah, so what does that look yeah. like? What yeah, it was. It, they were very much. It was almost like a web, more than yeah. anything. Like yeah. it wasn't just you know tendrils straight out. Yeah, they were intertwining at certain points. Right. To where you could see things that you know that were two things that are not off the main timeline somehow coming together because of you know the events just having to come back on each other and right. you know maybe this alternate version of. Mm-hmm. 
T'Challa runs into this alternate version of Captain Carter in some form or fashion. You know? Yeah. 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 That's the madness part of the multiverse. Oh, madness. It's, oh, yeah. it's coming. We're oh, yeah. more madness. Um, yeah. What else about this episode? Did you guys enjoy anything else worth, worth sharing? Um, trying to think. I mean, I, so far I'm just loving, I, I, I love thinking about these, like extreme, like, these extreme circumstances that end up happening, happening, or even these little things that change, you know, into bigger events. Because I, I feel like such a large part of fandom, and maybe it's just, I know it's definitely part of my fandom. Mm-hmm. Is just like the, I, and I know I'm stealing the name of the, the show right here. The like the what ifs, you know of. Like, you know, all these things that branch out. I think that's what really builds the universe in your head. You know, there, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's so many things like, in, you know, it's, it's almost like the difference between 2D and 3D in my mind. Like when, when a fan thinks of something in 2D, it can be really cool. Um, but, you know, when you add all these extra little things and you're thinking about the what ifs and what if this happens, what if this happens, it yeah. turns it into 3D and turns it into this extra, like, uh, amount of, you know, interaction and thought. And you're almost putting a little bit of yourself when you're thinking about these things. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's really cool to see Marvel show that it's putting itself out there. By having these, by taking the chance of, you know, having these, these different ideas out there. Yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, that's really true. It's kind of cool, I think, to get these type of stories, um, because just kind of go to, to off of the points you're making with the what ifs, like there's always questions of like, what direction are they going to go with certain movies or certain shows or how, how's this going to go? And it doesn't exist until it does kind of thing yeah. until they make a story choice until they make a certain direction. But now. Literally everything, every theory exists somewhere yeah. in a in a multiverse, in a in some in, timeline. In a multiverse, we could literally yeah. say that potentially anything that's ever happened, except for maybe in humans, is canon. Yeah, everything. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, potentially. And, yeah, and it's super cool. It, it, it's like when <laughs> if you're thinking back to like when you saw the snap in Infinity War, and then you had that entire year to think on. You know, what is the possibility? What, yeah. what how is it going to turn out? Yeah. And this show is the proof of concept that everything you thought of, it has happened. <laughs> like, in, in now, that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, right. e- even though the main yeah. storyline went one way, it almost yeah. validates your own crazy fan theory yeah. because in some form or fashion yes you were right you know, yes i was i was right in some yeah. form or fashion because it might not of my be on the screen idea. but yes. it's in the multiverse yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah and that makes me hope and I, and so far i've been pleased with with what they're doing with it obviously we haven't seen much we've only gotten little tastes of yeah. of what the next world of possibilities is going to look like but there's a lot of responsibility now on marvel's shoulder shoulders to not waste, don't waste your multiverse. You know, like don't, mm. don't, yeah. don't, don't lose, don't lose. Like so, now there's there are infinite possibilities. So what are they going to choose? What are they going to choose to include or exclude? Like what are yeah. we going to see on screen versus, or what are we going to see on Disney Plus in the future? Um, is this going to be another decade long run of like we had our Infinity Saga that you know ran 
uh, for was it about ten years? Yeah, is it's that, like eleven. Yeah, eleven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this going to be the next eleven years of our of our existence in Marvel, trying to make sense of this new multiverse? Is it going to have a conclusion? Is it going to have a a moment where all things are wrapped back up? And so, like the what's next is is going to plague us for a yeah. long time, and I'm excited about that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, that's a good word. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see like when they decide to close the door. Yeah, like you know. Because that's going to be a very important choice for them. Is it going to be, are they going to make the choice of, oh, well, Doctor Strange is going to close that door mm. in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I, know, I know you're looking at me, uh, T-Roll, but, you know, and I know you would. And the reason I brought that one up is because I know you would hate if that's how short oh, the yeah. multiverse oh my gosh. lasted. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, that, yeah. That's why I brought that up. Yeah. Is like, are they going to close it then? Are they going to leave it open-ended? It's like, you know, yeah. the door is the door going to be open forever? Or is it going to be something like almost... You know, um, maybe Kang is technically the main villain, but no. really the main villain is like the multiverse itself being mm. so large and almost unwieldy mm-hmm, that yeah. it's throwing everything off. And eventually, the big bad is literally them having to close off that you know multiversal theory and it having to come yeah. back down to like the main storyline. Mm-hmm. One one thing that I did think about is. Just like we saw with Thanos in this particular story, a big bad becoming a big softy, right? Becoming yeah. he's just gardening, you know, and he's like, ah, I'm a, it would have worked, but you know, I'm I'm, ref- <laughs> I'm kind of you know, I'm a different now. guy, yeah. yeah. Um, we could see any of our beloved heroes become villains, villains yeah. right? So like at the very end, um, if we're ready to jump there to the uh, Peter Quill is is ah, say it, that. Yeah, so he interacts for the first time with his father, the uh-huh. celestial ego. ego. Yep. And so it could be that, that because he had that interaction at that time, um, perhaps he becomes evil. Perhaps mm-hmm. he's actually comes under the wing of his father. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean that's oh. that's a good point because he doesn't have the connections. Yeah, the same nurture. Or, 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 nurture or at least we don't believe that he has the same, the same connections. Because I don't know. Yeah. It didn't seem like he technically had a great relationship with his uncle. But you know who who knows where that would have turned out. Yeah. But uh, from the way it was set up, it very much looked like he did not have the strength of the connection to friends and friends and friend family. I don't know. Maybe that, he's got some friends on staff well, at Dairy Queen. What? You know, he's got some strong, supportive yeah. Uh, yeah. friends but, in the kitchen. But yeah, like that would have <laughs> you know held him back in that moment of yeah. you know grabbing for all that power that ego is willing to. Mm. Give him. Oh yeah, yeah. And even thinking to the the watcher actually said, like that's that's another story for another yeah. time. Like okay, does that mean season two or or later it down could the be road? Season two, yeah. yeah. I mean, I hadn't heard anything about a uh, evil Star Lord. Yeah, you know, um, could be. Yeah, it could be something this season. Or that's kind of what I was thinking. Is I'm I'm assuming they want to have little things they can hang on to for for later uh-huh. um, later iterations, later seasons yeah. potentially. But um, I don't know. Could be. Yeah, that was that was interesting. It was a fun way to end. Yeah. Overall, I mean, I did enjoy episode one for sure, but this this was just remarkable. Yeah. I mean, this was so much better because it was it really did give you so much of that. Oh my gosh! Like, what if this ha- happened? Yeah. What if that happened? Yeah. You know, and just the the references they made to like things that have actually happened. Like Craglin was talking about like going through, um, you know, the time. Or the yeah. uh, time jumps, time but, jumps, yeah. and makes your face all scrambly, scrambly. And, yeah. yeah, and it's like that's we literally saw that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was also cool for me too when um, 
uh, T'Challa is going through um, the collector's, you know, garage or whatever, yeah. and he he comes up on a Wakandan ship. Oh, yeah. And the ne- his necklace starts going off, and yeah. the, the music, mm-hmm. the drums comes in. Yeah, and you could see that the collector eventually got this ship and like turned all, like killed all the Dormilaje and and turned them into mannequins. Yeah, you know, like and, like what happened on this ship? Like the collector's been, you know, a a big bad for yeah. apparently a while. Now, right. right. Yeah. It's, uh, the Thanos said that he kind of filled the power vacuum right. when, yeah. when he turned good. Who would have uh, thought that the collector? Yeah. Cause he was kind of a wimpy guy in the original. Yeah, but if, but bit, I mean, yeah. even in the MCU, he, he knew what the, uh, in the main storyline, he knew what the power, like the stones were. Yeah. And at one point he had two of them. Right. So it's like, yeah. th- that makes him a pretty powerful person. That's true. Yeah, think about it. But That's I true. still, I still, <laughs> Like yeah. was like, oh my gosh, he's a he's a guy who knows how I to know. get things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, about- I mean, like the his ruthlessness and his, I felt like he it, it made sense for him to kind of fall into that role. Maybe not as much into the muscle build role that he ended up yeah. taking on, yeah. but you know, very much the you know the almost sort of like uh, the grand in um in the Mandalorian. You know, he's mm. not the guy who's going to be on the front line and going to fight you head-to-head most of the time, but mm. he's the guy who can organize and have the mind and have the ruthlessness to control large amounts of the galaxy right. by, you know, you know, kind of sourcing out violence yeah yeah for sure and didn't we see in the last episode of loki uh the collector ship right did you guys notice that or yeah um, yeah and that, some of the other breakdowns that i watched uh-huh. in, in the transition from black hole to black hole he, he was kind of out there collecting right. i did see that i did see yeah. that there's so many little things little man. tie-ins little yeah, yeah little I nuggets know. Know. and uh and what a great what a great thing that we got to hear the voice of howard the duck Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. It was, uh, was Seth, Seth Green. Green? Yeah. Yes. Good yeah. choice. It was a good choice. Well, and Seth Green and a lot of other people returned with their voices. The yep. only ones that were different yeah. were like Drax and... Yeah. Drax the bartender. Yeah, right? Drax the bartender. <laughs> and uh, I th- Peter Quill was a different voice. Yeah. But most of the voices were the same, which was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it was fun seeing Howard the Duck. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he and he quacked a couple times. Quack, quack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a fun it was a fun episode and, and a very interesting take on. But I was really glad, like we mentioned at the beginning, um, that they didn't just you know follow. Uh, okay, here's how that you know he would have followed the same trajectory. Like right. he took on a whole new life. He had all new. And there's no guardians. There's no guardians. Well, he actually kind of had his own little guardians yeah, team. Really, if you think about it. But yeah, right. Which I'll take Thanos on my team any day. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of power there. So first round draft pick right there, yeah. man. <laughs> um, okay, last words, last thoughts on episode two. We should probably wrap it up soon. Yeah. I mean, I would just say it's really good. I think it was a really good second step, you know, in the series. It's going to be really fun to see where else they go. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, uh, just see where, you know, like like you were saying, nature versus nurture, where that comes into play, you know, you know, in the first episode, you did, it did make sense for them to kind of stick with their past because morally good, they were both, you know, mm-hmm. very morally upright. In the second episode, there were a lot of damaged people that were in the Guardians universe that, you know, if they had someone who was willing to take them and take care of them, that they would have potentially turned out better. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think this episode, more so than the first one, really has me excited about uh, 
what is possible yeah. uh, to realize that those those moments, the the changes, the the little things that change the storyline do have universe impacting yeah. uh, consequences. So yeah. um, it'll that. be interesting to see like who they make maybe make a, another bad guy good or some good guys bad. Um, yeah, it's gonna. I'm, I'm yeah. this episode really made me more excited. It sold me on the concept of this yeah. this uh, little series. Yeah, yeah. For the show. Yeah. That's that's a good word, man. Well, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I also enjoyed talking about it with you guys. Um, Justin, if you're listening, we miss you, buddy. See you mm. next week. Um, speaking of next week, we will be reviewing episode three of What yeah. If. Yep, yep. So to all of our listeners, thank you so much for checking us out and uh, listening to our review. We will be reviewing episode three, so please come on back for that. We want to encourage you one more time to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Leave us a review, and also, again, just – Sharing this podcast with your friends could help us out tremendously. Um, With all that in mind, for my good friends, Anthony and Tyler, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.